Good morning and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I hope you're well and having a great day. Now, I do apologise about the shirt. It's who needs a high vibe when you've got an old Formula One t-shirt. I know it's pretty, it's very, very orange, you could see, almost in proper Spanish colours, you could say. Um, but it's very comfortable and I enjoy wearing these. So I hope you don't mind. And if you listen to this on the podcast, you can pop over to YouTube and you can let me know in the comments what you think. Is it just too loud? Should I wear something like a shirt? Should I dress up like a minister? Or are you happy just the way it all is? But I hope you're doing well and having a lovely morning. And today we are going to be reading from Exodus chapter 11 and 12. And then in the New Testament, we'll be continuing on in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. And we're right in the middle of the story of Moses and how he leads his people out of Egypt. It's been really, really good. And so I'm looking forward to carrying on today. Now, the Exodus chapter 11 is very short, only 10 verses. But then Exodus chapter 12 is quite long with about 50 odd verses. So I will do both of those and then on to Matthew. And after that, we'll have our short prayer and sinner's prayer. Right, let's get started. Exodus chapter 11. Now the Lord had said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go from here. And when he does, he will drive you out completely. Tell the people that men and women alike are to ask their neighbours for articles of silver and gold. The Lord made the Egyptians favourably disposed towards the people and Moses himself was highly regarded in Egypt by Pharaoh's officials and by the people. So Moses said, this is what the Lord says, about midnight I will go throughout Egypt. Every firstborn son in Egypt will die, from the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sits on the throne to the firstborn son of the female slave who is at her handmill and all the firstborn of the cattle as well. There will be a loud wailing throughout Egypt, worse than there has ever been or ever will be again. But among the Israelites, not a dog will bark at any person or animal. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. All these officials of yours will come to me, bowing down before me and saying, Go, you and all the people who follow you. After that, I will leave. Then Moses, hot with anger, left Pharaoh. The Lord had said to Moses, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you, so that my wonders may be multiplied in Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed all these wonders before Pharaoh, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go out of his country. Exodus chapter 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbour, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to, to, to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be a year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month, when all the members of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or boiled in water, but roast it over a fire with the head, legs and internal organs. Do not leave any of it 
till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it, with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on, your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. For seven days you are to eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, remove the yeast from your houses. For whoever eats anything with yeast in it from the first day through the seventh must be cut off from Israel. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and another one on the seventh day. Do not work at all on these days, except to prepare food for everyone to eat. That is all you may do. Celebrate the festival on, of unleavened bread, because it was on this very day that I brought your divisions out of Egypt. Celebrate this day as a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. In the first month, you are to eat bread made without yeast from the evening of the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day. For seven days, no yeast is to be found in your houses and anyone, whether foreigner or native born, who eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel. Eat nothing made with yeast. Wherever you live, you must eat unleavened bread. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go at once and select the animals for your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it into the blood in the basin and put some of the blood on top and on both sides of the door frame. None of you shall go out of the door of your house until morning. When the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, he will see the blood on the top and sides of the door frame and will pass over that doorway. And he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down. Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord, who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people bowed down and worshipped. The Israelites did just what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on the throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner, who was in the dungeon, and the firstborn of all the livestock as well. Pharaoh and all his officials and all the Egyptians got up during the night, and there was loud wailing in Egypt, for there was not a house without someone dead. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go, worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds, as you have said, and go, and also bless me. The Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country, for otherwise, they said, we will all die. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs wrapped in clothing. The Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards the people and they gave them what they asked for, so they plundered the Egyptians. The Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth. 
there were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. Many other people went up to them and also large crowd droves of livestock with flocks and herds. With the dough the Israelites had bought, brought from Egypt, they baked loaves of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have time to prepare food for themselves. Now the length of time the Israelite people lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, to the very day, all the Lord's divisions left Egypt. Because the Lord kept vigil that that night to bring them out of Egypt, on this night all the Israelites are to keep vigil to honour the Lord for the generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, These are the regulations for the Passover meal. No foreigner may eat it. Any slave you have bought may eat it after you have circumcised him, but a temporary resident or a hired worker may not eat it. It must be eaten inside the house. Take none of the meat outside the house. Do not break any of the bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate it. A foreigner residing among you who wants to celebrate the Lord's Passover must have all the males in his household circumcised. Then he may take part like one born in the land. No uncircumcised male may eat it. The same law applies both to the native born and to the foreigner residing among you. All the Israelites did just what the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. There we are. Now we'll go into Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that they had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, cancelled the debt and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I cancelled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each one of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Well, there we go. We've had quite a mixture of the, Egypt, the, the Israelites coming out of Egypt, the plagues and all of the things that happened. And then Matthew telling us, sorry, Jesus telling us in in Matthew um, as to how to um, live our lives in terms of making sure we forgive everyone that we have or who has sinned against us 
or we have held something against to make sure that our hearts are pure and clean and that we don't hold anything against anyone. That uh, fantastic words of wisdom. So let's have a short time of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for your incredible word, Lord, that we're hearing every day. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand it, to gain wisdom, Lord, as you ask us to do. And Lord, that you would help us to live each day in the best way that we can. We thank you for giving us a solid rock that is Jesus Christ to look upon and to help, to talk to and to have relationship with. And we ask that you would help us in our daily lives, Lord, with our families and everyone around us, Lord, that we would help them come to know you as the Lord and Saviour. And we pray, Lord, for the sick and for the unwell. Lord, we pray that you would heal them in your almighty name of Jesus. And whatever they might have, Lord, we pray that it would be gone and we would have faith to see it happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there we go. Now we'll have the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I've done many things wrong. I pray that you would forgive me of my sin. And Lord, I forgive anyone else who has sinned against me. And Lord, I want to put my trust and everything that I am into your hands. And I ask you to come into my life and into my heart and everything that I am. I trust in you and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. So there we are. That was day 26 of Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I hope you've had a fantastic day. And I hope that as you go over this word, the Lord will open your heart and you'll have this many great thoughts, dreams and visions and just a brilliant day in the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless and bye just now.